0: Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, uh, yes, yes, it's been a long time coming. Um, not really, well. How long has it been? A couple of weeks, bro. It's been like two, three weeks, maybe three weeks, four weeks, three almost weeks?
1: thirty, thirty days, almost, almost. Really? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, a... uh, I close maybe three weeks and some. I don't know. I can. You know I what? Know.
0: I can find out.
2: I think last pod was uh what we had last ten days before Ramadan. We did one. I think that's last time. It was
1: it was a couple of days before the twenty-seventh night. I believe the twenty-third night, twenty-fourth night. Oh 21.
0: wow. Yeah, May 16th.
1: Whoa. Anyways, we're back. That's what's important. We're back. We're back, we're back in action. That's that's what matters. That
0: and this is this is the last episode of the of Series uh, Ramadan series, which was which was great, amazing. Ten out of ten, impeccable. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and and we're gonna talk about um Post Ramadan, and like, yeah. There's a lot to Most say. People, yeah. There's a lot to say. Still, so, <laughs> there is, man. There's there's yeah. a lot. To, uh, uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, yeah, the, like literally the the day of. Yeah, the day of like Eid, which was crazy confusing. <laughs> we yeah. had, people were like, oh, di- eh, oh ah. yeah, yeah. It was. It was different, um, yeah' you know? Oh, funny! I no, was that, uh, bro.
2: Twitter that day, amazing,
1: tremendous,
0: brother. That, I was, I I lie, it, was, I was loud. it was
1: it was mad stressful. Like the amount of phone calls and text messages <laughs> I was getting, <laughs> like oh, it was LeBron the decision for you, bro. Okay, first of all, let's just start with saying Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim before we start, like. <laughs> i seen a video of a Somali guy coming out saying, Yo, I lied. I didn't see the moon.
2: Allah <laughs> akbar.
1: What? I want, I want to start off this episode by saying that my first realization post-Ramadan is that the moment Ramadan finished, the devil started working over time. hmm Completely, like, going harder than ever, ever. No, no, before. that guy hes full-court press. And this is, that was the first thing, right? Is that, bro, subhanallah, like, I don't even, I'm not mentioning names. But this is to show you how confused I was after, like, bro, I was getting messages. When is Eid? Are we fasting? Is Has it been seen? People started jumping up. Some massages are being racist. You know, some, some countries, they didn't, you know, uh, take the word of Somalia and the East African countries in Mauritania for them, you know, seeing the moon. So that was a whole discussion in itself. And then there was, you know, the Twitter community that were supporting those eight Somali men, the flag bearers, that seen, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, which was hilarious.
0: I Another love. one.
1: For no, they, me, that was like, what on earth is going on is that I was put into a three-way on a FaceTime call with someone I didn't know. And I was debating oh, about yeah. the guy. I was debating with the guy about sighting, and he was smoking shisha in front of my face. Like he's smoking jewels. I, I think it's called, what is it called? But, uh, uh,
2: yeah, like the, called? the actual glass container?
1: No, no. Rex, what is um, it called, man? That little, oh, that like little USB. Thing? Huh? Yeah, the jewel, jewel, or vape. Jewel, and I'm sitting here thinking, yeah. like, you're talking to me about like a fiqh matter in Islam, and you're smoking jewel in front of my face, debating about how the like the conditions of a moon sighting, and <laughs> I was just so overwhelmed, man. That first night for me, uh, was let's be honest, I though. The you devil took... was just working, bro. Allah understands, you know. Bam, you took the call though, so like, what's going on, fam? <laughs> Yeah, I know alhamdulillah I call your facts, man. You just <laughs> chill out. just chill out, okay? Follow your local. <laughs> you strategy. gotta spray everybody. You know, I, I say that to everybody. You, my you, you have other things that you, know. you know, in time of uh, you know, need, in time of desperation, when you know, when, when things look a little cloudy, you just go to a, your local masjid, your local imam, ask them and just follow what they say. That's it. You don't need to debate anybody on mm. Twitter. You don't need to you know, nah, nothing. You don't need to be Somalia versus the world. Just follow your local imam. I promise you, everything will be fine. Uh, no, the I was, I was, uh, so. um,
0: I was fasting. Like I, I didn't eat the. Was it Sunday? It was Saturday and Sunday, right? Or it was Friday mm. and Saturday.
1: I think it was Friday, and I think it. I, that's how you know. I forgot when Eid was. Like that, no, no, it was it was, was it was it was Friday and it was Friday and Saturday. It's Friday and Saturday
0: because we had it on Juma. I remember. We, yeah, we, we had, had it on our,
1: Jum'ah. I remember. Yeah, we had it on Jum'ah. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, uh, everybody was
0: turning up. Everybody, it, it. I'm just
1: like, I won't even lie to you. I heard. do I port Fanta had it. for
0: you, brother.
2: I port of I Fanta heard some
1: man's had it on Monday. No names. I have no clue if it's authentic or not, but I heard some man had it on Monday. I'm just, I'm putting it out there. I'm putting um, it out be, there. No,
2: my relatives, this,
1: my relatives had it on Monday, but they live in Australia though. <laughs> okay yeah Didn't ask this The week before, before everybody People like Within <laughs> our one locality one You know Within Our time zone Stop this There's nobody that was in Toronto That, that did it on Monday Stop this Within Just the time zone You know Allahu alam Allahu alam I'm not saying you have for sure But just I heard I seen like People are forwarding me You know Statements of, of Individuals saying that You know It's happening on Monday Allahu alam Didn't Saudi
0: say That the people saw Venus Or something
1: yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going right, to say so anything because right. I'm going back there in a couple months, and I'm actually going to in trouble. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Whatever, whatever happened, yo. Happen, yo, whatever was seen say, was man. seen. May Allah accept from us all. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, mean um, I mean, I mean, I mean. But yeah, man, yo, I have a, I have a question. I have a question. So yo, like
2: Ramadan's gone now, you know. I am mm-hmm. a death. You know, it's, it's, it's 30 days as Allah says Just a couple of days, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it came and it left I like to use Ramadan personally for myself Like to try to build a system for myself Kind of jump jumpstart the system, you know, reboot it yeah. For you guys, for you guys Have you guys felt like there's been You've been consistent with what you guys have been, uh, been building on Or do you feel like it, you've scaled back a bit? Do you feel like, um, it, like the, you have post-Ramadan blues Where you're just kind of
0: like just chilling you know you exhausting yourself. Uh, I would say it's like peaks and valleys. There's some mm. days where I'm just like on the ball, and some days where I'm like, oh I'm like,
1: hey, <laughs> the devil got me, yo. <laughs> Double got me, done got me. Yeah, this, you know. This is the thing. For me personally, I felt in all honesty that like I were I was trying my best to put a lot of emphasis on just like my heart and like the way I see things. what I believe, the strength of my beliefs, building my iman, that was what I was working on a lot, you know. Obviously, you do have, you know, your outer actions and good deeds, like reading the Quran, and you know, uh, standing at night, and, but for me personally, I really wanted to change my outlook on just on life, man, just the way I see things, Uh, being more conscious, you know, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His decisions, and, you know, His decree on our lives, and you know, the if, way that I think of him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mind.
2: If you don't mind, what does that look like? Like, what did that look like, that whole process? What did it look like for you? Of what exactly? Um, just trying your best to be more conscious of Allah. Like, what was it that you were looking for? If, if you can, like, get, get into a little bit, just a little
1: bit. This is the thing. Like, it, it's, it's, it's more like what you feel. Like, when, when, you, when you're discussing uh, being conscious of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, firstly... Uh, the source of all actions and beliefs uh, as Muslims is in our hearts. That's the first thing, you know? Uh, and when it comes to like belief, right? And me personally, like what I was working on, as Saeed, was understanding things from an Islamic perspective. I feel like sometimes we understand things, but we do not look at it look at it from like an Islamic lens or from... The, you know, the lens that a Muslim is supposed to look at it from. That's just how I think, you know, uh, we go about things. And it's not really a good thing, but it's something that we can definitely work on. Um, like, for example, making plans or, or planning something and it not going about, you know, uh, it not going out the way that I want it to, you know, it doesn't go down the way that I want it to go down. Or I want something in, in, in my life and it doesn't happen. And as much as, like, it's frustrating Trying to understand that this is something that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala decreed, and that one, there is none that can, you know, go against what Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala decreed. And two, like I I came across a hadith and actually sent it to 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 Aziz, is that a person, you know, uh, if Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala loves the people, He tests them, you know, and if the person is pleased with that test, then they gain the pleasure of Allah. And if they are angry. Then they gain allah's anger like if they're angry at the test or whatever it is that allah has you know uh decreed for them so mm. i just tried going about things that don't go my way you know i tried to go about it from a way that is pleasing to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just being patient firstly and just understanding and trying to look at the bigger picture and that yes i may not understand why things went about you know went about the way that they did now but down the line You know, it will it'll make sense inshallah ta'ala. So that for example, that's one one example for me personally. Two is just being just thinking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just thinking about him, me personally, like just thinking Mm. about him, thinking about him, and thinking about him as much as I can. Like just Mm -hmm. just, like for no it it doesn't necessarily have to be for a reason, right? Just being mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is you know, just having that awareness, you know, and that's why the Prophet when Jibreel asked him tell us what is Ihsan, you know? And the, the Prophet said, and ta'bud Allah ka'annaka tarahu, you know, to worship Allah as if you see him. and if you do not see him, then indeed he sees you, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah sees you. So that mm. is like, like if you really actually, you know, picture it like for a person to reach a level of faith, and belief, and actions according to that, you know, to reach that level where they are worshipping Allah as if they see Him, like that is a very high level if you think about it, that's an extremely high level, like, that's a person who's practically immersed by the, the worship of Allah, you know, completely immersed in it, and you know, busy themselves in it, and Obviously, like this is a goal that we work towards throughout our lives, it's not something that just comes about in a day, it doesn't happen in a day. But, um, yeah, so just like thinking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just reflecting on yourself as a Muslim, I feel yeah. like that's something that I tried doing as well. Um, I don't want to continue going on with this because it's not. I, really no, I there. think, I
2: think, no, I think, I think you said something interesting. I think you said, um, something interesting in terms of just being conscious of Allah and like at all times. Even when it like when it when you're thinking about what Allah wants, or just, just even just doing reflection on, on Allah alone, like His ayat, His signs, going mm-hmm. somewhere and like looking at the stars and saying like Allah created this, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I I think just being mindful, I think that's very very important because if you're busy thinking about Allah, you're not you're not busy thinking about other other things, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. And everything everything always begins with a thought, right? So mm-hmm. it's I think that's like quite important. How about you, Rex, bro? how's the uh, post on been for you, bro?
0: Um yeah, no, it's been uh it's been it's been alright. Like not, not amazing. Definitely like a uh I felt I felt a, like a dip. Mm-hmm. Um mm. just cause like it's, it's it's like it feels like two different worlds. It Free and post. Feels like two different places, right? Yeah. And like Again, like when you when you guys were talking about like a numbers game, um, before, like you're thinking, bro, the the op- like it's like yo, I'm trying to capitalize as much as I can on this opportunity, and I'm trying to go as hard as I can on this opportunity, and like technically the opportunity's gone, you know, and like mm-hmm. uh, and like you're just trying to you're you're trying to keep chasing it and trying to like you want to chase that feeling again, but in all honesty, to be completely frank, it's not the same. And once the the devil, oh, bro, that boy, that boy's out. And he's working overtime. He's working OT. OT. And like, yo, you can feel it in the air. You can feel it in the, just in your thoughts, like in your actions. You f- you feel the you feel more of a fight. You, you
2: feel the internal struggle with with the every move that you make, right? To do
0: yeah, to mm-hmm. do to do good to like mm-hmm. like like you see the crossroads, right? Mm-hmm. And it's only been like what a couple weeks, like two three weeks,
1: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
0: the fact that 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 that's such a change is like shocking to me, bro. Super mm-hmm. shocking.
1: And that's like One thing I want to say is just like. Sadaqa Rasulullah Like the Prophet has told the truth Because he says in the hadith That like when When the first night of Ramadan Comes the first day of Ramadan The devils are shackled So it shows you The Prophet sallam, told the truth Like You know this is the thing Like sometimes we read a hadith And we're like Yo how do we Picture this Like how, how does this happen The devils are shackled Like how Like you know And you may not know The intricacies But you know for a fact That the way you feel After Ramadan And during Ramadan Like They call it Say Like it's night and day between the two like completely you feel just like how rex was saying right now me personally i feel much more of a fight of a you know like of a struggle and that is nafs. that is fighting the soul and it just like allah just makes you know worshiping him so easy he puts you know blessing in in, in the month of ramadan and in our time you know and um just like the, the doors of Jannah being opened, the doors of Jahannam being closed. True, like you and can conceptualize these. Like you're you're feeling yeah, the effects of these like, things. I'm, like
2: you see that it's there. Like it's real. Like you're really yeah, under this effect.
1: Yeah, and Allah frees you know a portion of those who are destined for the Hellfire every night. Like you feel, you feel that you feel like the the brotherhood and the sisterhood in Ramadan. And then it's when Ramadan finishes, is like that's when you go. It, like you know that 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 it, that battery that you recharge. This is when you start exerting the energy that you're recharging in Ramadan and you're fighting mm. off the devil. And you are, you have, you've equipped yourself during Ramadan, you know, with the afkar, thinking about Allah, you know, all the sarawats you were praying, the good habits that you built. So now you're going back into this war against the devil with all these new, you know, weapons that you, uh, you know, have, um, you know, equipped yourself with, you know. And mm-hmm. it's really important to show you that. Like, It's really important to even think about that. You should see the good habits that you build as things that will help you against shaitan and against your own soul, right? And sometimes a person may be like, I didn't, I didn't, maybe I didn't read much Quran. Maybe I didn't pray much. Maybe I didn't even fast. But look at it this way. If you built a habit of praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and like just, uh, like making dua to him that's very powerful Because the Prophet ﷺ says That the, the dua Is the weapon Of the believer It's the weapon Of the believer You know So just the fact that You built At least a habit Of just turning to Allah In dua Is so powerful Because you've built For yourself A custom Of turning back To your Lord For the things that you need You know You, you built a habit Of you know, turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and turning back to your creator and the sustainer and the one who decrees everything subhanahu wa ta'ala and in, in his hand is the, the dominion and all which is in the heavens and the earth, all its control is in the hands of Allah. You built for yourself the habit of calling upon him, calling upon him and him only. That's very powerful to me. That's extremely powerful. And you may not have you know, exerted as much energy as other people in Ramadan. I would say, don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare yourself to other people. You know, your connection with Allah is what, you know, it's your connection between you and Allah. And you will be the one to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. You know, and it is, you know, your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you have to worry about most in the day of judgment. You don't have to worry about the person next to you, you know. So this is to say for anybody who feels like, and this is for myself and for all my brothers or, or sisters that feel like they didn't capitalize as much as they wanted to in Ramadan. You know, not all is lost. You know, the same one that we used to pray to Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is the same, He is the same Lord outside of Ramadan. Allah, who is our Lord in Ramadan, is the same Lord in all the you know, other 11 months. The same mercy that we used to seek from Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala in Ramadan is the same mercy that we seek in Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala in every other month. The same neediness that we feel to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala to protect us from the hellfire and to grant us paradise is the same neediness that we should feel outside of Ramadan. There is no feeling you should feel, you know, to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. That should be limited to Ramadan only, none. Anything you feel, you know, uh, about Allah taala, you know, your belief in Him, it should be the same every other month of the year. That's what I would say, Wallahu A'lam. You know, uh, just something to think about. But yeah, you talk to me.
2: No, I feel that, I feel that. I didn't even want to cut you off, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I really feel like the best thing that you can get out of Ramadan, you know, that's what Allah says is, is the reason for siyam, right? You know, it's to you, for you to be more conscious of Allah, everything you said, that, that is consciousness, you know what I mean? 100%, right? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think for me though, like my, my, my struggle with post Ramadan is consistency, you know? Um, I think it's like you, you build a really good system for yourself. And I don't know for you guys, but for myself, I, I personally put my life on pause for Ramadan, you know, like in terms of things that I have on the to-do list that I want to do for myself. And they're not anything else that somebody else is going to do for me. I have to do it for myself. I say, you know what, Ramadan's here. I'm putting this stuff to the side. But the problem with that is, is that when you get back to real life, those things now are back on your list, you know? So it's, it's like you, you sort of have to work your way back in trying to maneuver uh, the way that the system that you've kind of given yourself during Ramadan and now fit it into your everyday life because you don't want to go back, right? Anybody mm-hmm. who understands like the sweetness of Ramadan, like you don't you don't want to go back to the way you used to be. That's not mm-hmm. how it works, you know. Mm-hmm. Anybody who mm-hmm. takes advantage of Ramadan and, and really looks at it, they'll always mm-hmm. say that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why even I think this conversation is very relevant and. Um, there was a couple of things you actually said, Saeed, that I really wanted to get into, but this was just a point that I wanted to bring about the whole consistency piece. That yeah. was, that's that's something that I feel like I'm I'm working with, you know what I mean? Definitely. Maybe you guys can also attest to the same thing, right? Um, yeah. But you you also said something interesting, and we had a conversation before, Saeed, where you said that when the Prophet Muhammad says that, you know, Shaitan is locked on the first day of Ramadan, right? Yeah. He says is locked and you're not going to feel the, the, the effects of, of Shaytan trying to sway you in one direction or another, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you really understand this is a hadith that he says, and then we're talking about it in the way that we are. And how mm-hmm. like the moment Ramadan leaves, the Shaytan's back. It's mm-hmm. like if you, if you really understood that these things actually exist, and the Prophet mm-hmm. Muhammad Sallam, is actually speaking the truth, you mm-hmm. would worship Allah the way He deserves to be worshipped. You would, you mm-hmm. would focus on. Mm-hmm. Him. You would, mm-hmm. and I remember we had a conversation the other day where you said that, that sometimes people live their lives. I said Jannah and Jahannam don't even exist. Like the mm-hmm. the, the certain decisions that people make, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, and I think that um during Ramadan when you have shay- uh, after Ramadan when you have Shaytan back, it's like it's almost as if you see people kind of like get back into that zone, you know and mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of unfortunate honestly you know it it really mm-hmm. is because it's it's almost like your Ramadan was all for naught, which mm-hmm. is which, because the whole point of it was to gain that connection with Allah right so mm-hmm. um I think for myself like one thing that I always always try to do is remember the ayah that Allah says in the Quran, you know you mm-hmm. know that if you're if you're someone who's thankful, then Allah will give you more you know and if mm-hmm. if you really understand that then you'll realize that this is a concept that Allah doesn't only give it to you in Ramadan, but it's also even outside of Ramadan. Ramadan.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: all the ibadat that you were talking about, like trying to pray your sunnah, trying mm-hmm. to make dua, trying to uh, maybe fast more, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, but if there's something yeah. that you take out of Ramadan and you're consistent with it, mm-hmm. that is thankfulness. That is gratitude. You know, yeah. that is mm-hmm. that is you going out of your way to show Allah like, yo, I know you're going to help me, so I'm trying to do more so you can give me more. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's mm-hmm. That's literally it, right? So yeah. I think, I think for, for myself, I've always tried to conceptualize that and take something and add something to my life that maybe I never had prior to Ramadan. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's been like um, something that I've been able to kind of cling to even yeah. post-Ramadan, right? So that I can continue just feeling like I have that connection, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know what? It's interesting. A lot of people think that the transition from being uh somebody who's not conscious of allah to being conscious of allah is something that's only limited to limited to that ramadan that you made that change but no yeah you can always be you can always grow to become more conscious of allah even if yeah. you're already at a level of consciousness which is somebody would say is good you know yeah somebody would yeah. look at you and say oh you have a go ahead go ahead rex
0: no i was gonna say and like conversations like these just the ones we're having here it's it, we're recording it but like like we after i have these conversations i feel like i uh, like like i'm learning i feel like i need to go do something after mm-hmm. like, and like 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 I, I feel like people should have these conversations on their own like with their own friends like we'll talk about yeah. talk about uh, like how you guys are feeling after the line. like mm-hmm. how like ask each other ask each other like yo, how's your iman you know because 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 i think if you have a conversation about about these things First of all, you're just putting them out in the air. You're putting them out, and you like, like you're putting, you're putting the thoughts that you have in your head out, and you're seeing them for what they are. They're 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 physical, not physical, but like they 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 there's something that is there, right? And like when you when you share experiences with people, and and even similar experiences, or even somebody says, "Yo, I'm doing this, I'm doing this," it mo it like for me, it motivates me to go and be like, okay, like let me get back on the ball, let me like you know, let me get the ball rolling, let me get back on mm-hmm. back on the horse. Because, like, if you're just, like, we're, we're naturally, we're social creatures. We're not, we're not supposed to be, bo- like, boxing these things into our, like, boxing things inside, right? You're supposed to be talking to each other, even with the, like, like Zoom's free for the most part, you know? 40 minutes yeah. free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yo, you guys can, li- like, you guys can literally talk to, like like, you, you, your friend, anybody listening, you guys can have these conversations. And trust me, the, like, the more you have it, the more, motiv- like, the motivated you'll get to just do better it's true man it's true you know
2: it's it's very interesting it's like when you the one thing about ramadan though is which is so cool is that you literally taste like the beauty of whatever you're doing you know like that's the beauty of ramadan so it's Mm -hmm. like when you come out of it and you don't have it anymore or it's not like as accessible as it was to you before you're you're left feeling like oh my god i want this feeling again you know but when you're left to kind of like figure that stuff on your own it's like oh man, like, you, you get
1: stuck in it. You really genuinely get stuck. I have, I have a question Ali. I just have to cut you off. Good. That feeling of enjoyment when doing something, does it come because a person is more conscious about it in Ramadan? For sure. Without a shadow of a doubt. So if you, you feel know, it's, like it's, if a person was had that same level of consciousness outside of Ramadan, would they feel the same about that, that deed? They would. But you know what the thing is? I want to bring this point up.
2: And that's a good question you're bringing up. I think that people by nature have a tendency to follow you know mm-hmm. and it's like ramadan is like even during covid man like all of our friends were all the, the friends we have the plethora of friends everybody's on their best behavior you know it's yeah. like so so even when you're speaking to people or you're giving a call to rex i see rex is like reading a book he's reading quran mm-hmm. saeed's doing mm-hmm. a, a an instagram live talking about whatever you know like Mm -hmm. a good one like you you call everybody and everybody's up to something good which is amazing so you by nature feel like okay you know what if my boys are doing something good i'm gonna have to do something good but you know what that's not necessarily the case post Ramadan that's not Mm -hmm. it you might talk to somebody and they might be up to something wrong you know maybe not doing something that they're doing or you know what maybe they're not even just being productive and it's like okay well i guess everybody like loosened up a bit so you know what I i will probably start to loosen up And when you, when you, when you, when the people around you aren't like pushing you to that level of khid, it's like, it's kind of hard for it to push yourself. Sometimes people get motivated with each other, you know? So I think, I think for a lot of people, maybe not everybody, probably not everybody, but for a lot of people, I think that's a big thing. That's a big thing.
1: Yeah. Two things I want to add on, uh, what you were saying. One is I kind of want to backtrack to when you were discussing consistency and that you you want you like to remain as consistent as you can something that we have to keep in mind is uh, our beloved prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said uh, Ahabu khair, uh, kh- I'm, I'm tripping up in the arabic but the english the prophet says the most beloved deeds to the allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the most consistent even if they're small you know, the most beloved deeds to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala are the most consistent, even if they're small. Another thing to think about, Allah, you know, the Prophet Ali says that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala does not look at your images, you know, uh, nor like your bodies. Rather, He looks at, uh, or sorry, uh, your clothes or your bodies, but rather He looks at your hearts and your actions. It's just something to think about because a lot of times we put a lot of emphasis on judging our level of Iman based on the outward actions that we have, you know, and I feel like that is a wrong level of measurement that you should not, it it is right in some cases, for example, your salah is definitely, definitely something you should measure your level of Iman on. How consistent you are with your, your, your salah is a very clear, you know, indicator of your Iman for sure. But there are other things like the recommended deeds, the recommended deeds, those I believe it may be inaccurate and that if a person works a lot on their heart, that is something that, you know, uh, is, um, that usually cannot be measured by, by outward actions. It could, it could, in a sense, it could, because what's in your heart leads to outward actions, right? but that is a process it's a process. Right, but the first step to change is, you know, it's it's it 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 starts on the inside. I don't know why I'm stuttering so much. Oh my goodness! Um, Another thing, you're good,
0: cousin.
2: You're good.
1: Yeah. Another thing I want to mention is that, like, consistency. It's extremely important, right? That Mm. you don't look at the amount of deeds that you do. Don't look at it. Look at what you're consistent at doing. Look at what you're consistent at doing, and just think about it. The more consistent you are at doing something the more you're building your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if it's small, even if it's small, that connection is there. Like you're consistently, you're holding on to that rope. You're holding on to that rope between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? And it's extremely powerful, right? The second thing I wanted to uh, point out that Ozzy was talking about was uh, gratitude, you know? And it's very interesting because what is the difference between praising Allah and being grateful to Allah, right? Scholars mentioned that, like, praising is a much more limited type of worship. Praising is limited to the tongue, just saying, Praise be to Allah, you know, alhamdulillah. Whereas, being grateful to Allah, it converts into action, it can convert into action. So, the highest level of gratitude essentially. Is uh, of gratitude The highest level of it Is converting into action So if you're truly grateful To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala A person will start to pray A person will start to Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more And it's something to think about Like, If you truly are grateful for everything Allah has given you How much of that gratefulness Or that gratitude Has converted into worship Ask yourself it's, some, it's something. It's something to think about. That if you really, really say that you are grateful to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala for all that He's given you, how grateful are you? You know. And does that gratitude convert into worship? And the first worship that you should ask yourself whether it converts into or not is is whether you pray your salah because essentially that is a right that Allah has upon you. A right. It is a right that Allah has upon you. Right. It's not something he recommended. it's a right that he has upon us to worship him. That's the first question you should ask yourself, right uh, yeah, just something to think about man
2: put your money, put your money where your mouth is, right
1: no, that's yeah, a, in that's a, a sense, yeah, oil. in a sense, like it's like I feel like a lot of times like nowadays it's interesting, right a lot of people we have we have discussions with friends and you know colleagues, and you know this whole argument comes about like. It's about what's on the inside, man. Like a person, you talk about the salah and stuff. It's like, nah, but it's not what's on the inside. Like, nah, bro, I get what you're saying. But, bro, you don't know my heart, man.
0: You don't know my heart,
1: bro. And (laughs) people are mad passionate about it. Like, you don't don't know my heart, bro. And it's It's like, yes, it's true. It's true. Wallahi, it's true. We don't know what's in the heart of another person. But one thing for sure is that the outward actions of the human body Mirror, Obedience, disobedience is a direct, it's, it is a mirror of your heart, a mirror. Our statements, whether they are pure or filthy, is a mirror of your heart, whether you like it to or not. Whether you like it to or not, because there's no way a person with a pure soul, a pure soul will have filth coming out of their mouth. It's not, it's, it's not, it's just it just wouldn't, right? And at the same time, a person who has an evil soul, and a real evil soul, how much good will you see from a person? Now, something to keep in mind is that when our hearts are sick, when they have diseases, and I'm talking about a spiritual disease, I'm not talking about uh, uh, like an actual... Physical like illness. Yeah, like a physical illness. When it does not mean that the person does not have goodness in them. Right? It's possible the person can have a good heart, but they have an element, a portion of their heart that is sick. There's something they're struggling with. Right, so don't don't always look at yourself if you're a person who sins as I have no goodness in me, I have no goodness in me. You know, I, I like there, there's nothing that good. To, no, no, not necessarily. There's a lot mm. of good that comes from you. There's a lot of good. You know, Allah created you. Allah, Allah blessed you with Islam. That that itself shows you that you have something to to, to give this world. You have you know, Allah has created you with a purpose. You know, all you have to do is establish it. Right, and also a person who, you know, um like has goodness in them and in their heart at the same time a person could have you know a sickness something that they're battling with right your heart is good right but you have to fight off that sickness you have to fight off that sickness and that is something i believe is just it's a lifelong struggle it's a lifelong battle that we are battling Mm -hmm. to purify our souls you know that will eventually return to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we have to try our best and this is a message myself first and foremost to Purify it as much as you can before you return to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. You know, and this this, yeah. this this argument, this discussion of the the soul's purity and the soul's filth, it's something that is a reality. And if a person reads the hadith, right, the narrations that discuss the journey of the soul after death, the angels refer to the to the souls as one of two things: either this beautiful soul. Or what is this filthy soul? Right? When the angel of death comes, right? And it's in one of the surahs su- su- in, 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 in just Amma. Yeah, nafsul mutma'inna. Oh, you tranquil soul. Like, how did that person get to that level of tranquility? How? The person worked on themselves. Right? right? And he says, come out to the pleasure of Allah and His mercy. And at the other side, there, you know, where the, the, the angel of death says... Oh, you filthy soul. How did that person get to that level of filth? How? Right? It's something to think about. This is real. This is real. And this is why I emphasize so much on, you know, us focusing on our hearts and on our souls and that battle. And when you conquer that, then everything else will follow and it will become apparent. Right? But when we focus on the outward actions, just the outward actions, and we're not focusing on where they stem from and the source of those actions and the source uh, uh, you know, of that willpower to do good, then, uh, you know, I'm not saying it's hypocrisy, but it's something very close to it. It's something very close to it. It's something that, like, what, like, like, why not work on your soul? Why just, if you're only working on your outward actions, who is it to please? Who, who is it for? Is it only oh, to incredible. look the part? Right? Yeah, it's something to think about. Like, is it only to look the part? You know? So, post Ramadan. A lot of this conversation that you should have with yourself and I should have with myself is about your heart. How does your heart feel? What does your heart feel? You know, wallahi, something to think about. Me personally, I just thought about the other day, like, when you look at evil, do you actually see it to be evil? Like, I'm talking about, like, like when you look at evil, what Islam, what Allah and His Messenger has described as evil, do you actually look at it as evil? Like, when you're looking at music, does Ta'id look at it as evil? Does he look at it as evil? Like when you see uh, fornication, when you see lying, killing, murder, do you see those things as evil? Allah has mentioned it to be an evil thing, right? Anything Allah has told us to stay away from, has prohibited us from, there is corruption in it and there's evil. There's no doubt about it. But the question is, do you see it to be like that? And if you don't, ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. And if there's anything that Allah and His Messenger have described to be success, to be good. Do you see it as good? If not, ask yourself why, right? Ask yourself why. I feel like um, the way we feel about the good in this world and the bad in this world, a lot of it has to do with our hearts and the condition of our hearts, right? Anybody who sees what's going on today in America and does not see that to be evil, the the, the, the murder, the, the bloodshed, and does not see that to be evil, there is something wrong with your heart. There's something wrong with your theology, your belief in Allah. You know, like, uh, that, that that something can happen to, like, an innocent man like that, and you don't feel anything about it. You don't feel nothing. Like, it's just, this is just an example. This is just an example that you see that murder that happened, caught on camera, and you don't feel anything about it. You don't feel like there's a sense of, or, there's no sense of urgency. There's no sense of... Uh, you know, uh, that we need to do something. Something has to happen. This is a problem. This is wrong. If you don't feel that, I'm sorry to say it, but your heart could be partially dead, if not completely dead. You know? Uh, uh, for that reason, inshallah, hopefully uh, sometime next week or in the following days, we're going to address this whole, uh, you know, this whole social climate on what's going on and this oppression, and this racism and the systemic racism. And uh, from an Islamic perspective, and also, just from a humanitarian uh, perspective, it's something that I feel like it, it, it is definitely relevant and should be discussed. And um, I, I need to sit down and really write out my thoughts, to be quite honest with you, because it's something that I personally, I wouldn't even want to just jump into something and just start talking, you know? But it's uh, it's 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 a problem, and it needs to be discussed. It needs to be discussed. I'm, with you on, I'm with you on that, Samu. So yeah, I mean. definitely,
0: definitely need this that episode. episode. Topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think on that sure. note, Um, Said and Aziz, thank you guys, uh, for your for thank your. Thank you. Always and a pleasure, brother. For, you know, oh. what I'm saying for your words, you feel me. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll get back we'll get back to it. Uh, um, uh, ne- like next week
1: or yeah, next week. Yeah, but, but just to tell everybody that this is the official last episode of the Ramadan series. Well, yeah, no, congratulations. I can the way we ended that episode, just, the, the, the tension is mad. Like, it's serious <laughs> but yeah, man, Wallahi, I genuinely, genuinely enjoyed this this uh, series, and um, you know, I feel like we just went on a whole journey. We just discussed the world of things, and I feel like it was really relevant in our time, and it's important, you know. Um, I didn't really address anything in this series except that I found it important to myself, first and foremost, and also to the community. And I didn't want to just say things just to say it. And anything I said that is true, it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger. And anything that I said that was false, it is from myself and Shaitan. This is just, I'm only taking accountability for my statements. You guys heard it from Ozzy or Rex. Or Ziva or Idris. That's on them, people. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I just have to say that. I think the no, best no, way you no, you did. No, you did great, man.
0: It. I'm going to be but honest, I bro. Think... Being a part of just, like, sitting in the room and just listening to stuff you got to talk about helped me a lot. Especially during Ramadan. It no, awesome. helped
2: me, too. I think I think yeah, if we're going to sum it up,
0: yeah. I think we should. I think the, the the trend
2: is everybody has, like, hashtags. So, I think the hashtag for this is get back to the basics, bro. You know? Back mm-hmm. to the basics. No? Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome,
2: is that is that a hit or miss
1: bro come on no, I'm trying to get that's some a, that's like, a that, hit I'm, I mean oh, I like that I mean we kind of already have hashtag on Milan series so uh, did you guys actually hashtag it like that yeah <laughs> did we oh, oh, wow. I don't know. oh no yeah yeah
0: say no say, say no <laughs>
2: from oh, time snap, my, my boy's social media following is crazy too it's called like no
1: I yeah, don't yeah no it's crazy what I do no, not no, it's crazy happening. it's, crazy. I, don't have it's a, crazy I don't have no movement I am a miskeen, okay? So,
0: um, I, I, I'm getting messages for a lock of hair. <laughs> just, a little, <laughs> just a little bit of the, the, the beard hair, yeah? message <laughs> so like, oh, since when do you know Saeed, yo?
1: <laughs> but, but one thing I'll tell everybody and myself is that uh, amidst <laughs> all this craziness going on in the world, just remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just remember that He's in control of everything, in, of everything. Of all of this, and that uh, this is probably the most important time, the most crucial time for us as Muslims to have a connection with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, not only for our safety, but just for our own mental health and well-being and, and spiritual well-being. That's what I would say. Allahu alam. Subhanallah. No,
0: no that was real talk, bro. And on that note, we're gonna end it off here. Uh, thanks again, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, care, everybody. everybody. Love.